Well, hello there. It's time again for another episode of the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and we've got a lot to talk about this week as well. First, we'll start out with Medicare scams. They are on the rise. We're going to give you some tips so you don't get taken as well. How to be smart when you're turning into a vegan. Oh, yeah. There's actually a way of doing it and a wrong way of doing it. What is G-E-R-D or GERD? We will find out. And also, there has been great advancements in the treatment of HIV AIDS. So we'll be talking about that, and it's going to be a great show. By the way, if you ever miss an episode or you want to go back and check it out, follow Florida Roundtable on the iHeartRadio app. We'll kick things off in just a moment. This is the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Every year, millions of people find a health plan at healthcare.gov during open enrollment. They enjoy more doctor visits, Say ah. pick up prescriptions, Thanks. and find the care they need. With the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 a month or less with financial help. Enroll by December 15th for coverage starting January 1st. Healthcare.gov is here for millions, like you. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. If you don't have insurance through your job, you can still get quality health coverage through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A navigator can help you cut through the clutter and find a plan that's right for you. There's no obligation and the help is always free. It's easy. Just visit CoveringFlorida.org. Open enrollment ends on January 15th, so don't wait. Visit CoveringFlorida.org. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched by another group of young men, the boys fighting Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood, and there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it, and you can help. It's called Coach to Cure MD. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill or go online at coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501 today. Help college football coaches cure MD. You'll be proud you did. Sponsored by the American Football Coaches Association. Texting and data rates may apply. Medicare scams are on the rise, and it's important to be aware of the types of fraud and scams that can occur. And I know we have a lot of seniors out there that listen to Florida Roundtable. And healthcare fraud, well, it can happen to anyone, not just seniors. It's non-discriminant, really. With that in mind, Rebecca Kinney is with us. You're the director of the Administration for Community Living. Tell us a little bit about what's going on at Senior Medicare Patrol. Yes, I'm happy to. Thank you. The Senior Medicare Patrol is a uh, federally funded national program uh, that's been around for about 25 years. And the goal of the program is to help Medicare beneficiaries and their families really understand Medicare and Medicare fraud so that they can protect themselves from becoming victims of fraud. Um, We also provide assistance to folks if they think they've been a victim and they need to sort through bills or statements and and determine if it needs to be reported to the authorities or not. We have programs in every state, D.C., Puerto Rico, Guam, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, We have folks in the local communities all over the country that provide assistance to their friends and neighbors. What should we watch for? The biggest thing is is getting access to your Medicare numbers. It's really important for folks to protect that Medicare number, uh, treat it like you would a credit card or your Social Security number, only provide it to trusted doctors or healthcare providers, um, and, and kind of do your best to, to, to keep that um, private. Because once uh, scammers have access to that Medicare number, they can bill Medicare for all sorts of things. And that's where you start seeing things uh, popping up on, on your Medicare statements and bills that you never received or you didn't need. Um, the, during COVID, uh, scammers really used the, the fear and, and um, you know, confusion around what was happening with COVID testing and then vaccines 
to um, get folks to give their number out. We did a lot of cold calling. We even had them going door to door during COVID. Um, and they started using text messaging a little bit too to try to just anything they can to try to get access to that number. They're certainly trying. So I should not be concerned if someone, as you call it, cold calls me telling me that something's awry and I must give my information over the phone? Correct. Don't give your information over the phone. If anybody calls you and is asking you for whatever reason to verify your Medicare number or your Social Security number, don't give it out. Hang up. Uh, Because Medicare is never going to call you and, and try to verify your number. They have it. They have that information. Um, same thing with your providers. If, if they call and say that they need your, your Medicare number, uh, the best thing to do would be hang up and find the number yourself and call back directly and, and ask to talk to somebody because the scammers will use anything they can to try to convince you that they legitimately need that number for some reason, and, and they will try to scare you uh, into you know saying things like, um, like you might be billed if Medicare, if you don't give me your Medicare number so I can bill Medicare. Or um, one of the things that has been really widespread is they've been using the fear of cancer and um, trying to get people to submit their numbers so that they can get genetic testing to screen for cancer. Oh. Um, most of the time, those cancer screenings are not necessary. They really should only be ordered by your physician in scenarios where they think you might have the genetic factors uh, for that cancer. Um, But that's really scary to get a call if somebody's saying that to you and and you want to do the right thing. So um, don't fall for it. Uh, Being aware that these things are happening so you can recognize it and hang up the phone is is our main goal. So to help people know it's okay to be rude, hang up the phone. Talking to Rebecca Kinney, she's the director of the Administration for Community Living, Office of Healthcare Information and Counseling, representing Senior Medicare Patrol Program. And, well, you know, we talk about hanging up the phone, but, Rebecca, and it happens, what if I think I was a victim of this fraud? What do I do? Yeah, the best thing to do would be to call our program. Uh, you can find your local program and more information on, on uh, SMP and Medicare fraud at our, our website. You can, it's located at smpresource, all one word, dot org, smpresource.org. Or you can call our toll-free uh, helpline, 877-808-2468. Again, that's 877-808-2468. And we'll get you connected to somebody that's local. And they can take the time to go through whatever questions you have, statements you have. Um, we'll spend that time to help you understand what's going on and, and determine if, if it is um, potential fraud. And then we'll help you handle it. Hey, Rebecca, it hang on for a minute. We're going to bring you back a little later in the show. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable. If you own a vessel that has reached the end of its useful life and don't know how to get rid of it, we can assist you. The Florida Vessel Turn-In Program, or VTIP, accepts vessels that have been determined at risk of becoming derelict. If you have received a citation or warning from law enforcement for an at-risk vessel and are the title owner of the vessel, you may be eligible to have your vessel removed and disposed of at no cost to you. Don't wait until it's too late. For more information, go to FloridaVTIP.com. That's FloridaVTIP.com. Floridians, do you know how close you are to freshness? It's not a plane or a ship right away. It's not across an ocean or over the equator. It's not even a far drive. The peak of freshness is at your grocery store, and it's called Fresh from Florida. Fresh from Florida is local produce grown by farmers right here in our own state, meaning it's always fresh, always in season, and always mouthwateringly good. Look for the sunny Fresh from Florida logo or ask for it by name where you shop. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out 
how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. Are you struggling to cope with natural disasters, mass violence, COVID, or other emergencies? You are not alone. Call or text the Disaster Distress Helpline at 1-800-985-5990 to connect with a trained counselor 24-7 across the United States. The Disaster Distress Helpline at 1-800-985-5990. Visit samsa.gov slash ddh for more resources. That's samsa.gov slash ddh. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience. A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Okay, go! Hey, standing by, but now, now it's time for the Florida Roundtable taking on National Gay Men's HIV AIDS Awareness. Now, that should be this weekend, and you guys should be paying attention because Orange County in the last five years has ranked as one of the most in the state's highest cases total for HIV infections. We're talking about Florida, by the way. Welcome our guest, won't you please, Michael, I cannot pronounce your last name. (laughs) It's great to be here, Melissa. Thank you for having me. All right. Let's say Michael Carfin. There we go, right? That's correct. Yes, Michael Carfin. Cool. Okay, so uh, you're the director of Division of Policy and Data at an HIV AIDS Bureau. Could you tell me what that is, please? Sure. The HIV AIDS Bureau is in the U.S. uh, Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Mm -hmm. And we administer the Ryan White HIV AIDS program, which is uh, uh, the nation's largest and most comprehensive program to serve people with HIV and those affected by HIV. We serve uh, over a half a million people in the nation who are uh, with HIV and provide a whole range of services from medical care, care, medication assistance, uh, uh, care coordination, transportation, nutrition, housing assistance, and an array of other uh, services that support people to live and thrive with HIV. All right, now, this, uh, this show, people may have already tried to tune out. You stay there. I want a definition from you, Mike, about who gets HIV AIDS. Well, HIV AIDS can affect everyone and affect anyone. Uh, But on September 27th, we are observing National Gay Men's HIV AIDS Awareness Day. And this day is a day to raise awareness about HIV stigma and encourage HIV prevention and treatment among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. About half of the people in the nation who uh, have HIV are gay and bisexual and other men who have sex with men. But that means the other half are, uh, are, are people who are who are not gay, bisexual, uh, and uh, and uh, or are heterosexual individuals, and therefore uh, this is affects a whole broad swath of of the country. Um, it's a very diverse epidemic, though the the group that is the most uh, impacted are Black African Americans. Uh, and in uh, in Florida, we have a hundred and over one hundred and seventeen thousand people uh, living with HIV, um, who are uh, comprised of people who are black, Hispanic, Latino, and white. Now, in the past, I've spoken with many people about many experts in the field about why, uh, particular black men and women, especially the men, do not seek medical. Uh, assistance or do not even know or uh, even try to figure out what's wrong with them. That in itself is a stigma. And now you're telling me that the majority are African-American or or brown and black people, whatever you want to call it. And that poses another problem uh, to me. How do we get them on the programs? How do we get them to uh, trust the government, perhaps, is the big thing? Well, First is uh, having programs like this and beginning and getting the word out about awareness of HIV and how it can affect uh, 
everyone and anyone, uh, encourage people to get tested, to know their status. And then as we are promoting this uh, notion called status neutral, which means if you are HIV negative, then you look at options to uh, get HIV prevention, such as pre-exposure prophylaxis, which is taking a, a HIV medication daily. It's a safe pill that prevents you from getting HIV. And if you are uh, HIV positive, then you get connected to care and treatment right away. In fact, we, we can start you on HIV medication the same day as your diagnosis, and you can live a, a very productive and standard lifespan. So what we need to do is address the stigma that's still associated with HIV, and to do that is to get the word out to understand that today uh, people with HIV are, when they are taking their medication and have the virus uh, reduced to what we call undetectable, it's still there, but it's not thriving, and that means that a person cannot transmit HIV to their sexual partner. We call that undetectable equals untransmittable, which is a milestone yeah. in, uh, in the story of the HIV epidemic. So explain to folks who weren't around back when Ryan White went through everything. That was a blood transfusion, folks. Go ahead and give us a little background on Ryan, would you? Sure. So uh, Ryan White, who is the, the namesake of our program, uh, was a young man, a courageous young man, who was diagnosed with AIDS in December of 1984. He was 13 years old at that time and was given six months to live, but he was a fighter. And uh, he, though he experienced a lot of the discrimination that uh, was prevalent back then, and, and I started working on HIV in the 1980s, too, so I know what life was like back then uh, when we didn't have much... Uh, knowledge about uh, the condition, and we didn't have very many options for people, which of course has changed dramatically over the years. Uh, along with his mother, uh, R Ryan rallied for his right to attend school, uh, gaining national attention, and he lived five years longer than uh, what the doctors were predicted, and I think that was a lot about his will, mm -hmm. uh, which is something that I believe, is carried on in uh, the Ryan White program and carried on by everyone today uh, in terms of the resilience of the community uh, and people that rallied around him and rallied today. It was a lot of advocacy on the community's part, which is what changed the response to the HIV epidemic back then uh, and, uh, and, and where we are today. He passed away in April of 1990. Uh, only one month before his high school graduation and only months before Congress passed the legislation that bears his name today, and that's 33 years ago. Uh, so what his legacy continues to inspire and motivate us uh, and inspire and motivate people to be able to continue the efforts to reduce stigma uh, and, uh, and get people the, the care that they need to be successful. Do you think that Elton John's um, participation along with the Ryan White case definitely helped put it on a national uh, platform? Oh, yes. There were many sort of uh, leaders at that time, champions. Uh, uh, Elton John was one. Of course, Rock Hudson mm -hmm. um, and his announcement. Um, Magic Johnson and his announce uh, and his revealing it, that his status uh, that that would change the national conversation. Of course, we also had tremendous advocacy on the part of the gay community and others uh, to support uh, increasing investment in research, uh, which led to some of the breakthrough medications that we have today, uh, where at one time we only had one drug. Now we have multiple medications. In fact, you can take just one pill a day to treat your HIV, um, no side effects. Uh, or minimal side effects, and uh, again, you can live a very productive uh, life. We are talking with Michael. Uh oh, there it goes again. I brain out every Carpet. once in a there it is, Carpet. Just call me Michael. I am. That's what I've been doing all along. And uh, Michael is <laughs> is helping to uh, well to encourage men who have sex with other men, uh, and, and you know who you are. Anyway, uh, you need to get tested. You need to find out more information about uh, the infection itself. 
also about the new medications, but you have the ability to get access to health care, support, med- uh, medications as well. Um, it can manage it. That's what I'm getting from this conversation, Mike. You can manage it as a chronic condition, uh, not a death sentence. Is that correct? I can speak to that personally. Uh, HIV can be well managed uh, with easy medications to take. Uh, We now even have some new uh, breakthroughs in terms of what are called long-acting injectables, which means you can get one shot per month, and that's all you need to take care of your HIV. So, we, we are making tremendous strides. Of course, we're still hoping and, uh, and investing in research to find uh, a cure, uh, to, to discover a vaccine, and, and progress has been made on both of those fronts. But in the meantime, we definitely have the tools available to us to, to what we call ending the HIV epidemic, which is a new uh, federal initiative of which Orange County or, uh, is, uh, Orlando is part of uh, as an effort to say that with are combinations of medications that can suppress the virus and people can't transmit it to uh, PrEP, uh, pre-exposure prophylaxis, that we can end the epidemic in our lifetimes uh, and create a future, a new generation. Michael Carfin is with us, Director of the Division of Policy and Data at the HIV AIDS Bureau. Uh, That is under the government. And I got a question. You mentioned him before. All right, what's with Magic Johnson? I mean, the guy, you know, years, what, 30-some years ago. People think he's on some miracle, something or other. Go ahead and disprove that, won't you? Well, uh, there's, uh, yes, there's some rumors that says that he was cured of HIV. Uh, we have no cure for <laughs> HIV, but we have these medications uh, that I mentioned that are so effective and so safe and easy to take. Uh, and uh, enable you to live a very productive life. That uh, that's how Magic Johnson continues to be uh, the the a successful person that he is while he is living with HIV. Last question for you, Michael. We got to wrap it up. Uh, how do we locate HIV care and treatment, or even find a provider? Oh, that is such a great question. So I've got a number of different websites that can provide that information to you. So we have ryanwhite.hrsa.gov. We have findhivcare.hrsa.gov. And in general, all sorts of HIV services is locator.hiv.gov. And those can access you for both prevention and care services. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today and from in, for enlightening us. And we try it again. Michael, thanks for joining us today and enlightening us about the significance of National Gay Men's HIV AIDS Awareness Day. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways. But it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Kronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading, 
The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. It's a Florida Roundtable, and have you noticed that prices are through the roof and budget's getting tighter? I'm losing a lot of weight. <laughs> True story. Well, with that in mind, you shouldn't have to choose between trying to save money or stay healthy. With that in mind, we've got Jim Lavelle with us. Uh-huh, and Jim is going to talk to us about grocery prices, which are mind-boggling, as well as some other stuff. Hey, uh, Jim Lavelle, welcome to the show today. Hey, it's good to be on the show today. You go into a grocery store now, and I'm, I'm talking about, the first of all, the fruit. All right, let's look. The prices are double, right? And right. the flavors have disappeared. What, what the heck? They're not juicy. They're, the app, you bite in the apple, and all it's just biting into something, but no flavor. <laughs> You're exactly right. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean. Fruit production is kind of an interesting thing, right? I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of times they're picking things before they're ripe. And so you're reliant on them actually maturing. And you know what? If you had a dowsing rod or maybe a crystal you could wave over it to say this is going to be a good <laughs> tomato, right? right? You know, you'd be like, oh, great, I got a good tomato. But you know how that goes. I'm, I, like for me, mm -hmm. that's the one that gets me. I can't tell you, nine out of ten tomatoes I buy, I'm going, what, what is this food? It's just, you know, yeah. it, it, it doesn't taste like food. It just tastes like something soft and mushy. Yeah, not and, a fan. Uh, yeah, so, I, but, but I think, you know, it is a big – look, the biggest issue right now, there's two things going on. Uh, the economy, it does cost more, 7 bucks for eggs, up to 10 bucks for eggs, depending on what area in the country you're in. Fresh fruit's bad, and guess what? If you're living alone, mm. here's the other thing that happens. You, you go in with the best intentions, I'm going to buy fresh food. Four <laughs> days later, you open up your fridge and you got mold growing on half of it uh, because you overbought. Well, there's another uh, thing too, though, James. Oil. James, the, the half of the product that we're buying – right now is already out the door, if you know what I mean. You get a bag of apples, you bring them home, half of them are already bruised, some of them you just got to throw right out. So if you don't consume that food within one, maybe two days, it's gone bad. I, I, that's 100% it. I mean, I can't tell you how many times. What was big for me was my, when my son left, my son played linebacker, big, bulky kid, you know, athlete, ate, ate through the house. I was a former athlete. I used to have a big appetite, but, you know, kept the top, kept it down a little bit here over the last 30 years. But 
when he left and my father lived with us until he was 91 and, and, and a beautiful life could pass, but we were, we were shopping for four. Well, now it's an empty nest house and we would fill the fridge like it was a four person house. And then we'd be throwing stuff out every week. I mean, and, and after six months, there was, well, this isn't working. You know, our, our, our food bill is huge. We're throwing away all this stuff. And so I think it's important. Like if you're, and, and so one, prices are going crazy. Two, people are concerned about living longer now. If you look at all the top books that are out, all of it is about how do I create escape velocity? How do I live the healthiest life? So we can talk about blue zone living. You know, people are in Sardinia living to 100 or they're in Loma Linda, California, or they're in Okinawa, Japan, or, and, and, they're, and, they're, uh, and they're trying to uh, – they're, they're tr- that's not Japan, Okinawa. And they're, and they're trying to um, really get this feel for, you know, what is it that we do there that is different than here? Right. So mm-hmm. how do you eat in order to be healthy? So the issue, there's issues of how do I pick healthy food? How do I make it affordable? And oh, by the way, uh, we can't just say that, oh, they live to 100 because they eat more vegetables. They also walk a lot more. Right. They, they have social context, meaning that older people are you know, considered to be relevant. Right. So there's not social isolation. So they live longer because they feel like they're cared for in the community. Uh, they they take time to have their meals. They have family meals, right? There's a lot of aspects to it that are important, but the one thing that's for sure, they eat more vegetables. And I always tell people we eat three vegetables for every fruit. That's you know a good rule of thumb. Yes. You know they don't have as big a serving of meat. Nobody's eating the 24 ounce porterhouse or mm. buying the cha- the challenge meat meal, right? Hey, eat the 64 ounce steak and I get we'll a t-shirt a, <laughs> and a hat. If yeah. you do it under 45 minutes. Right? And, and we'll pay yeah, for exactly. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I haven't seen chicken wings be a superfood yet. Mm-hmm. But I, and I'm not against eating a chicken wing. Let me, let me tell you, it's like I get that we need to have fun. But on a day in and day out basis, if you look around at these areas where people live longest, A, they eat more. And I'm not, I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying they eat more plant food as part of their diet. In America, it's lucky if the average person eats three vegetables a day. That's just not acceptable. That's not happening. Um, no. Right? It, it's, it, they just don't eat them. What and, if they uh, do, it, James, they bury them in something that is so counterproductive, like cheese or something that, you know, garlic and a whole bunch of butter, you know? The garlic, not so bad, except it's saturated right. with some sort of cheap oil butter. Um, right. We're talking with James Lovell. He's a clinical pharmacist. He's got a book out called Cracking the Metabolic Cold. And right now we're talking about staying healthy on a budget. Uh, I've mentioned this before, but if you asked your child where the meal that you just stuck in front of him, where all that food started out, they don't know. They have no they, oh, grocery store. They don't know where their food is sourced from. I'm, you know what I'm talking about, Jim. That's 100% it. You're, no, you're so right. Okay. Exactly. But staying healthy and budget conscious is a lot harder for the lower economics. Those demographics out there see a dollar uh, menu, and most of it's just fattening garbage, but they know that they can feed their family for 10 bucks, three kids and maybe an adult, off of that value menu, but there's no value there to your human body. Not at all. Now, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. So filling your kids up with bread and chemicals is, is really not the way to go. Uh, you mentioned blue zones, and you kind of defined it a little, but can you identify exactly what that means for me and my listeners? Mostly yeah, sure. Me. I mean, blue zones are areas where there's the biggest population of people that live to be centarians. And, and so it's where people live long, and it's not just about living long. It's about being functional. Like in the U.S., our expected death you know, age dropped by four years. I mean, we're not, you know, our quality of life, you know, I want, I, I, I want my dad's life. He was in his late 70s, early 80s. He's an Italian, came from an immigrant family. He, he was flipping, you know, driving around in a convertible bug when he's, you know, out in California, uh, going, going to events and making things happen and had the vitality to take walks with us. 
I mean, those are the things that you want when you're in your 80s and 70s, not another doctor visit. Like I need to go to my fifth specialist of the week and I'm on 10 different medications. So that's the issue. And I'm, and I'm not trying to belittle. I'm a clinical pharmacist. I've taught at pharmacy school. I see the value of medication for people. But the healthier you live, the less medication you're probably going to need. Um, and that, that means uh, what do I, you know, what do I do? How do I do it? And one of the, once again, the core things about blue zones are they eat more fresh produce. So they're eating more vegetables. You know, they're eating some fruit. They have beans and legumes, so cheaper sources of protein like beans and legumes. They do have protein, fish, chicken, some beef, uh, but, you know, smaller servings of it, right? You know, six-ounce servings, four-ounce servings. Um, and then uh, it's the way they live their life, right? Less stress, long, you know, better meal times. Uh, you know, we, we, a lot of us are working 10, 12-hour days just to keep up with the prices and the inflation here in the U.S. I mean, people are working double jobs. They're feeling themselves sink. So all of those things are are super important. And I would say if you go to a, a Chick-fil-A or you go to a Chipotle or you go to a McDonald's and you order for people, that bill starts climbing a little bit more than what I think we used to see. You know, it's more expensive for everyone to, to deliver that food. So things like buying frozen vegetables because you can you can reseal them and frozen vegetables are picked at their ripe time at the peak of their nutrient value and then flash frozen, the nutrients stay in it. Yeah. You got to watch, you don't overcook it. So it doesn't become mush, right? The old broccoli mush. If you overcook the, you know, the frozen veggies, right. Yeah. But it, but it, but what it does do, if you're living alone or, or you're cooking meals that are up and down in terms of size, you can pull those frozen veggies out and at least try to do it half the time. You, you, know, you don't have frozen salads. So spend your money on the fresh food to make the salads. Maybe get some frozen vegetables and frozen fruits that you can guarantee aren't going to, you know, you know, rot in your fridge, and that can help your budget quite a bit. And you can also look at apps, right? Like, you know, stores have apps, you know, and they, they have couponing. Like, remember when you know, used to cut the coupons out? I'm old enough. I remember on Sundays, my mom <laughs> looking at the Sunday paper and cutting out the coupons and putting them in an envelope and, you know, getting them out, going through the checkout line and, and if we bought enough, we got SNH green stamps and put them in a book, and she eventually got a free Ginsu knife. We could afford to eat a little less, drop some weight, because dropping weight is going to help people to live longer. They will live longer if they can drop the weight. Can you do me a favor? Hang on for a sec. I, we got so much more to discuss. Right now, we're talking with James Lavelle, and we're talking about food, we're talking about budgeting, and we're talking about trying to stay healthy because of all of the issues that are involved with that. So if you'll stay right there, we shall be right back with more about how to save your own money and eat healthy. This is the Florida Roundtable, and we are on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable with Melissa Fox on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. It's the Florida Roundtable, and you know it's estimated that up to a third of Americans suffer from gastroesophageal, you know what, it's called GERD, oh my GERD, it has to do with reflux disease, but we've got the pro in the house to talk about it, don't worry, yeah, I'll fumble my way through, but we need to learn, you know, a lot of times you have that, uh, that heartburn or bitter and sour taste in your mouth, and yeah, it's something to look at. Hey, who's here with us today? Dr. John Pandolfino. How are you, Dr. John Pandolfino? Doing well. Thank you for having me. All right. So now that I've totally butchered the name of uh, gastroesophageal reflux disease, can we call it GERD? We can call it GERD. Thank you. Oh, whew, I feel relieved. Okay. So could you explain a little better than uh, myself <laughs> what GERD is and well, how many people actually suffer from it? Yeah, so GERD is actually gastroesophageal reflux disease, and you did a pretty good job at, at, yeah. at trying that. It's a, it's a tough word, yeah. and, and you got my name right, which is also hard. Hey! Um, but gastroesophageal <laughs> reflux disease is really when the stomach content in your stomach after a meal or, or mixed with acid and digestive you know, enzymes comes up from your stomach into your esophagus and chest and maybe sometimes even your throat and your lungs. And that can be quite irritating, um, and it can also injure 
you know, your esophagus and your throat and, and your lungs. So um, it's a pretty common problem. Happens in about a third of people in the United States, and it can have many different presentations, meaning that some people people get a typical heartburn and, and they regurgitate food, but then there are other people who can present with maybe a cough or a sore throat. So many people might not even know that their symptoms are related to reflux. Really? Oh, okay, because uh, I was kind of wondering about that. Most people I know who are, they think they self-diagnose, you know, and they're like, oh, I've got acid reflux. Have you seen a doctor? Oh, I'm just taking some Tagamet or getting some extra milk. <laughs> Good idea, not. So as we say, one size doesn't fit all. Those things, bad idea, the uh, the antacids, you know. Frankly, Dr. Uh, Dr. Pandolfino, I'm not a big fan of treating symptoms. I'm a fan of finding out what the problem is, dealing with that, and then moving along with my life. Um, so when people occasionally suffer from heartburn, that's fine. You know, it happens. Maybe you ate something, right? But if you're constantly having problems sleeping or you've got that cough. So let's talk about what do we do? What are some of the causes and, and how do we handle it? Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely like you, and I'm in your, in your camp, and that's what we do at Northwestern. You know, we, we like to follow a precision medicine approach and personalized care, which means that in order to do that, you really need to know what's going on. So, you know, when we see a patient, um, you know, obviously we're going to address the symptoms and we're going to treat the symptoms, but in parallel, we're going to be performing diagnostic tests so that we can get down to the root cause of the problem and that will really allow us to more effectively treat it and, and, as you said, get on with your life. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, everything starts in the gut. Uh, maybe you guys don't know that. A lot of people think your brain's in charge, but your gut is actually in charge. Uh, COVID-19, all was gastro. Um, but, again, I'm a radio person. I just get some information, and I'm pretty sure that it fits. Uh, but stress, stress can actually trigger this stuff, the acid in your stomach or make the muscles stop. Make You, you, you explain it. I, I'm no good at this, Dr. Pandolfino. Yeah, so, so obviously as a gastroenterologist, I also want to believe that everything starts in your gut. And, and I do think you hit upon a very important topic because I do think that people underappreciate the relationship between the, the brain and the gut. In fact, we call it the gut-brain disorder now in that we believe that stress and, and visceral anxiety can cause major problems in the GI tract. And if you don't understand or if you ignore the interaction between the brain and the gut, you're only going to treat half the patient and half the problem because we know that when you're stressed, and when you have anxiety, it affects your GI tract in many ways. It affects your motility. And then also, that stress and anxiety also make it so that you can feel things that you typically wouldn't feel. Your nerves are heightened. They pick up things. So you can become what we call hypersensitive and hypervigilant to the symptoms, which definitely impacts your quality of life. So in our practice, we definitely approach both problems. We are dealing with behavioral therapies for the brain and the brain-gut relationship, but we're also dealing with the underlying anatomy and physiology in parallel. So we're talking with Dr. John Pandolfino about gastroesophageal reflux disease, and a lot of people don't even know that they have it. Um, the two most frequent causes of GERD are heartburn and having a bitter or sour taste in your mouth. But as we're saying, other things uh, can be triggered, symptoms like a cough or asthma, laryngitis, even chest pain. And as you just mentioned, Dr. Pandolfino, um, your stress level, obviously, think about it, folks. You're, you're upset, you're stressed, your stomach, you start getting what we like to refer to in my house as bubble gut. And then things go sideways. Don't get too far from the latrine kind of a thing. That is the brain-gut connection, as simple as I can put it. Am I wrong? To correct me if you like. Yeah, I think that, that, that does touch upon some of this relationship where, you know, the heartburn, the chest pain, you know, these kind of symptoms are the perception of what's going on in terms of the reflux. And, and really that's where that brain-gut interaction comes into play, like, why does one person feel chest pain like a heart attack, but another person feels burning? And then there are other people who actually just feel the belching move in their esophagus. So there definitely is this, this 
complexity around how the brain responds and actually perceives the stimuli that are caused by the reflux. So how can we not only prevent, I guess, fight the condition, I'm sure there are preventative measures, but let's see if we're already in the throes of this, how do we make it stop? Well, I think certainly, you know, we still always advocate for lifestyle modifications. Mm -hmm. Um, Losing weight will reduce the pressure that causes reflux. Okay. Uh, Maybe eating less close to bedtime will will prevent some of those nighttime symptoms. If those lifestyle modifications don't work, then we start using medicines that tackle acid. Some medicines buffer acid, like antacid. Other medicines will reduce the acid secretion, like proton pump inhibitors. And what we're really trying to do is get rid of that, that caustic, noxious irritation. And then there are some other people that don't respond to medicines that we will have to send for surgery or endoscopic procedures. Now again, not, uh, none of this, no two people are alike, sort of like snowflakes, but I'm not calling anyone snowflakes. Uh, I don't want to get any emails just in case. We're talking with Dr. John Pandolfino about GERD, uh, tips, treatment options, etc., uh, tell us a little bit about Northwestern Medicine, won't you? Yeah, so Northwestern Medicine is located in Chicago, um, and we are a tertiary center that specializes in a lot of GI disorders. Um, the Esophageal Center at Northwestern is probably one of the world's uh, most noted referral centers for reflux. And, you know, we, we try to um, give everybody a personalized precision approach, as you mentioned, and, and really look forward to people visiting our website at www.nm.org and learning a lot more about GERD and maybe interacting with our GERD bot that can help them find the right provider. Wait, a, you have a GERD bot? Oh, my God, I've always wanted yep. a GERD bot. What is that? Well, you can come visit ours. Okay, all right, but you got to tell me what a GERD bot is first because I'm not sure. I'm scared now. So a GERD bot is really just a fancy chat bot that allows us to interact with patients and stratify their risks and really set them up to meet with the, the most important um, provider um, for them because not everybody needs to see a, an expert in the esophagus, and some people just need important lifestyle changes. So it's really a nice opportunity for people to interact digitally and learn more about their reflux and get care. This has been pretty cool. Oh, my God. We're talking about gastroesophageal reflux disease with Dr. John Pandolfino and you are out of Northwestern. More information, where can people go again? Um, you can visit our website at www.nm.org and plug in GERD and you'll get to our webpage. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Pandolfini. Thank you for having me. I messed it up right there at the end. Right there, I had your name and then I messed it up. Pandolfino. Thank you so much no for problem. joining I'm going to do it again. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable, Dr. Pandolfino. Thank you very much. Shortness of breath. Patients confused. Temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready. Let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Floridians, do you know how close you are to freshness? It's not a plane or a ship ride away. It's not across an ocean or over the equator. It's not even a far drive. The peak of freshness is at your grocery store, and it's called Fresh from Florida. Fresh from Florida is local produce grown by farmers right here in our own state, meaning it's always fresh, always in season, and always mouthwateringly good. Look for the sunny Fresh from Florida logo or ask for it by name where you shop. If you own a vessel that has reached the end of its useful life and don't know how to get rid of it, we can assist you. The Florida Vessel Turning Program, or VTIP, accepts vessels that have been determined at risk of becoming derelict. 
If you have received a citation or warning from law enforcement for an at-risk vessel and are the title owner of the vessel, you may be eligible to have your vessel removed and disposed of at no cost to you. Don't wait until it's too late. For more information, go to FloridaVTIP.com. That's FloridaVTIP.com. If you don't have insurance through your job, you can still get quality health coverage through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A navigator can help you cut through the clutter and find a plan that's right for you. There's no obligation and the help is always free. It's easy. Just visit CoveringFlorida.org. Open enrollment ends on January 15th, so don't wait. Visit CoveringFlorida.org. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Millions of people find a health plan at healthcare.gov during open enrollment. They enjoy more doctor visits, Say ah. pick up prescriptions, Thanks. and find the care they need. With the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 a month or less with financial help. Enroll by December 15th for coverage starting January 1st. Healthcare.gov is here for millions like you. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched by another group of young men, the boys fighting Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood, and there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it, and you can help. It's called Coach to Cure MD. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill or go online at coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501 today. Help college football coaches cure MD. You'll be proud you did. Sponsored by the American Football Coaches Association. Texting and data rates may apply. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Excuse me? What happened to my grocery store? (laughs) This is your grocery store. No, this is a... A farmer's market? Yes. Well, sure. Any grocery store is like a farmer's market when you shop fresh from Florida. Fresh from Florida produce is locally grown by Florida farmers and always sold in season at the peak of freshness. Well, that's a fresh new way to shop. Fresh from Florida brings the farmer's market to wherever you buy groceries. Look for our logo or ask for Fresh from Florida. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable with Melissa Fox, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station management, owners, or sponsors. For questions or concerns, contact Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.